Welcome everyone to episode two of Intro on the Exhale podcast. We're, we're still going with that, I guess. I am your dutiful commissioner, Neil Chwemperteep, here with... Joe Willoughby here. And the uh, first overall first place team in the West, uh, the Generals Moose Knuckle. <laughs> we, we've always considered the West a weaker conference. Very, very much strong Eastern Conference NBA vibes. Yep. So, uh, grittier, in, grittier. Enjoy, enjoy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> All righty. So for tonight's schedule, we are going to do a nice little recap of week nine. Uh, we're going to take a gander over the uh, recent waiver wire pickups. We're going to do uh, league power rankings in tiers. We'll take a look at uh, the week 10 matchups and give our predictions. And we'll uh, do a little bit with uh, Joe's fortune and review. I actually didn't read that on the agenda before. I don't know what that means, so I'm excited for that myself. You should um, be. <laughs> awesome. So let's go in right to the week nine recap. You know, we have a screenshot here, so I'm just going to go with this order that as it's listed. And the first one is uh, Jacob with 108.08 points, losing to our dutiful co-host, Joe Wilbies, who scored 120.6 points, um, and it looks like a sixth of those were Cooper Cup. As always. As um, always, per, per tradition. Uh, Alan, you have any thoughts on this matchup here? I mean, Jacob needs some running backs, and I hate to say it because you guys know how the last pod episode went for the podcast, but I'm going to start it already. I, I think this might be the fastest so put the timer on, folks, because I'm going right for it. Jacob, if you need a running back, I have four of them in the top 10. I'm down to make a deal. That's really the weakness right now. I mean, he's got James Robinson on the bench, obviously injured last week. J.D. McKissick on by Zach Moss, uncharacteristically low. I think the Jacksonville game, if we're talking NFL, was probably the biggest surprise. Um, a nine to six nail biter in which Jacksonville actually won and beat Buffalo. So, uh, not only opens the door a little bit for the Patriots to sneak up in the AFC East there, but also, um, Jacob now falls to below 500 at four and five. So obviously that one was tough there, but, uh, you know, Tyreek Hill also kind of underperformed there. Um, Pittman jr. Has been having a great season. You'll love to see, uh, at least 14 and a half out of digs there on, on again, the ugly game Packers defense, surprisingly playing well against Kansas city there. Um, unfortunately, I don't think they got the win. Um, but you know, Joe's team looked pretty good. You know, the, the saints game was a big surprise there, right? So that was probably his lowest scoring team. Um, some nice depth here. Good fill-ins. Um, you know, the running backs, I guess the question outside of cook is, uh, you know, how much are they really going to do? Right. Booker yeah. Montgomery hunt, you know, I yeah, I mean, argue. he, uh, Jacob really gave me a run for my money towards the end of Sunday night. And it was all because of whatever the hell a Pat Fryermuth is. Um, I think Jacob picked him up like middle of the day Sunday and he popped off for 21 points. Um, and I was winning comfortably before all that happened. Pat Fryermuth has won me Which so much pickup. money this year. Just so great much money pickup. this year. Great pickup on Jacob's part. I mean, he was one of the guys that I was going between as well, um, needing a tight end fill-in for the week. And that was just fantastic. You know, I think he had two touchdowns, good yardage. Great to see. Yeah, and I mean, uh, my my running backs both scoring 15.2 points. I wouldn't have won if both of those were like just like, extremely uh-huh. solid because uh it's very that's, cute yeah agree you got lucky with the christian kirk touchdown i think as well that kind of helped or rushing uh 
I think he had a throwing or a rushing touchdown or he, something. He like threw that. for he threw for thirty three yep. yards. I think he made it to the goal line and almost got in. That would have been huge. Gotcha. So yeah, he yeah. didn't make it in. That was an uncharacteristic uh, sixteen there on a on a week where DeAndre Hopkins is out. But no, I mean, nice win, Joe. You know, I think you as well. You're also first place in your division now. So congratulations. Uh, it's nice being at lead. the top, sir. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Appreciate seeing you on the other side over there. It's uh, it's a good view to be looking at. Yes, sir. Um, on the Dude, opposite it, side no, no, of this, I, though. I want to interject here. Uh, yeah. No, you please. said Christian Kirk was uncharacteristically productive with Hawkins. Christian Kirk has been good. I've, I've liked Christian Kirk. Uh, I was I mean, almost kind of surprised he was like available. I was like going over his stats um, because I, like I kind of just had a feeling Nicole I need a replacement. He's, for yeah. He's like Nicole yeah. Hardman who catches the ball. Like he's on a high powered offense. He's the second or third wide receiver. So like yeah. he only has like two bad weeks. One of them is actually he's had one bad week. Uh, how do you get him? I got a middle of the week last week, and he uh, middle of the week last week, and it just seems like he has kind of like a high floor. Like it's kind of like he's constantly putting up like nine to like thirteen, pretty consistently. I actually wouldn't be offended in certain matchups if you played both him and Hopkins, but Uh, it's it's in play this week. That that actually got interesting. I'd be sad if Zach Ertz got all the touchdowns, but if he doesn't, you'd be in good shape. Move on to the next game. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's uh, flip the script going from the top of the mountain. Let's look at the bottom. I think last week was the two uh, oh, last the place bowl. teams that we have. The toilet yeah. bowl. I pictured so, a squirt uh, coming yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, it was interesting. So I, I think if I look at this, I believe correctly, lowest scoring game of the week across the league. Oh, 100%. So, um, I don't know, even think not, we had a Not look. really the best offensive production that we've seen from either team. You know, Nick just kind of squeaked it out because I think Lasky had a bunch of single digits. You know, A.J. Brown with a 9.2 going up against Jalen Ramsey for a majority of the night. D.J. Moore against the New England D. Um, Conklin was a nice showing. Uh, you know, projected nine, got nine and a half. I saw that as a, a waiver wire fill-in last week, so that was a great pickup. D.D. Lamb, uncharacteristic. I think that Denver game, anybody who watched a little like a bit of it would game. agree. Yeah, oh, that was just atrocious on both sides of the God. ball. Um, three sides if you count special teams. I mean, that was just all around bad. As someone with uh, Cowboys on like three teasers, yeah, I was, I was not happy. <laughs> I was not happy with that. Uh, yeah, and you hate to see the, Greg the leg there with a nice juicy zero for the last. <laughs> so, you know, that, that really doesn't help. Um, you know, I mean, at least, uh, you know, Nick just had a, a really good day. His guys, you know, showed up at the, at their floor, arguably. Um, Robert Woods probably had the best day. Travis Kelsey, as expected, 17.8 oh, yeah. points. Uh, Justin Tucker with a nice 12-pointer there. Um, you know, double kind of digits like a, will win. All yep. around sort of mediocre day for uh, for Nick, but sometimes, you know, better to be lucky than good. That's all he needed. Not one player exceeded 18 points, but he didn't need his players to exceed 18 points because Lasky's team just shit the bed. Yeah. And, and, and uh, I'm, I'm picturing kind of the reactions of both players here. Like Lasky really just like stressing about, out about all the players and then Narc playing um, Crash Bandicoot or something. 
I also like that you said, uh, you know, rather be lucky than good, because I think another couple of teams, speaking of luck than good, if we look at Diego and what oh the general had God. last week, um, for somebody who talks a hell of a lot in Discord, a big yikes. I mean, this man barely outproduced Nick, who is one of the worst teams that we have in the league, although his roster looking at it seems to be coming together a little bit, even though he has the the, Nick or Diego. Diego went for 140 this week, my man. No, I was talking about Nick in that the fact that the general put up barely as many points as Nick did, Um, just three points more. So as one of the war, the you know the 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 lesser teams in the league, oh, if you I, I will. I don't like Nick's team. I don't yeah. like it one bit. So you know, Diego, good week. Uh, he seems to think that Chubb and Taylor will stop me when he faces me down the season. So we'll see what that looks like. But you know, still rocking uh, four of his starters as the Patriots. I mean, yeah. I hope I get him on a week that they play somebody good. He your tight end every week. Like he just refuses to pick up Hunter Henry. He's oh, like, well, no, no, no. I mean, I understand that he had some buys too, right? Evans was on buy, Brady was on buy, so his usual go-tos are out. Um, you know, is but he worried he can't thing. handle the infinity gauntlet that would be Jacoby Myers, John o. Smith, Hunter Henry, and Damian Harris, along with Patri- Patriots defense. I mean, Jacoby Myers hasn't scored a touchdown once in his career, so I don't really understand what the fantasy value is there. You're playing yeah. the floor, you know? I think it's the, um, like, how many targets is he? Oh, wow, he hasn't even had, like, the number of targets I thought he would. I was it, kind of expecting it, it hasn't like, been No, plus. it really hasn't been as much as what it was yeah. in recent years. So, you know, I mean, obviously he's winning, you know? He's 5-4 and four now, above 500. He's tied for second in the West, Um, you know? Yeah, we, we, should go over, game we should go over their game. So Diego beat uh, Nate Graham 140.19 to 115.64. Um, yeah. I yeah. want to say uh, Nate got kind of fucked over by Aaron Jones scoring five points. They like super leaned on A.J. Dillon that game. So uh, Jarvis didn't help you. him either. That game was also like very similar to the Bills game. Also like a very low scoring. I think it was like 15 to 10, like. Not a ton of opportunity for for fantasy output, and Jarvis just couldn't. He was blanketed. Like he's their only receiver. I, yeah, he's their only receiver. I, as the new owner of Donovan Peoples Jones, I don't want to say he's the only receiver. But, uh. <laughs> well, I mean, I also think we should take into consideration as well. Let's look at some of the roster moves that the general made. Right, uh, George Kittle, twenty point one points on the bench. Manuel Sanders against Jacksonville. You know, I didn't realize he did that. Ten point five points on the bench. So some of the production that he would have had, uh, he chose to ride the pine, and I think it cost him. Uh, let's. I think, you know, General, it looks like you can rest easy because I even think with Kittle and Sanders in, the point differential doesn't get you to the W, so you can sleep easy tonight. I'm pretty offended that you didn't start George Kittle, though. Uh, I feel like Thought if you he were was there, be. if he was healthy, that's <laughs> a player Thought you, you were going to be. That's a player you don't sit. That's... Pretty offensive. To wrap up this this matchup, Diego, for the love of God, drop Jonu Smith and just pick up Hunter Henry. You'll score like five to six more points a week. Just I think he's trying to will production advice. into existence. We've all it been seems that. that way. It really does. Uh, next game. Oh, the next game. Is Let's talk about yours, Neil, because uh, I think going into it, you, I asked you, you know, how are you going to feel if Edmund beats you? That connection is so strong. Mm. And uh, oh lo and God. behold, even with starting Tua, who was announced on Saturday night that he wasn't going to play. Unbelievable. Um, you know, 
I think Joe Mixon just like heard me talking shit for the last like year and a half about him and just like finally was like, you know what? That's enough. I'm going to show Neil that he should have not have talked shit about me. Not that he's actually good. I want to make it clear. He did not show me that he's actually good. He showed me that he can get two touchdowns and actually have a decent game. And then well, and Devonta Gordon Smith too. has the best performance of his oh, young career as well. Five for 116 and a tutty on six targets. I mean, 22.6 fantasy points. That's the famous last words, Alan. You, we were talking on Sunday morning and you said, Oh, Asante Samuel Jr. is out. Devonta Smith might have a game. My famous last word. (laughs) Yeah. If only he had a quarterback that could throw him the ball. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Jalen, Jalen shows up. Oh, the Bengals only scored two touchdowns, and Joe Mixon was responsible for both of them. Am I interpreting this correctly? Yeah, that that was an all-around bad game. I mean, the Browns just kind of drubbed on them for majority of it. Great for Browns fans. City of Believe Land was up on that one, but uh, you know, Neil, listen, I, I I think for what it's worth, your team little surprising. Henderson, I know he had an injury during that game. Um, so he was out for a few drives, then went back in 8.8 points, uncharacteristic in my opinion, Thielen as well against Baltimore. Um, I I know they have a good secondary, so I'm not surprised that the production was low going into Um, the fourth quarter, zero points. Yeah, that's, that's tough. Um, I I mean, on the positive though, we are in Keenan Allen season. So yep. I love the 22.4 there. Mm-hmm. I think, I think that's fantastic. Najee did great for you. McCaffrey didn't look necessarily Tough that bad up. coming back from Tough injury. Although up. I'm surprised they didn't run him more. Um, I felt like he was on not necessarily a snap count, but a target count. They weren't looking at him that much, but um, you know, good that he's back and, and that's a big boost for the team. We'll see what happens with a B. I don't know if you saw Bruce Arians comments, but he oh, said, uh, he said, I got an AB. I don't need an OBJ. Oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> Nothing like letter play. Yeah, no, I mean, if, said, the, if the Rams weren't like perplexingly <laughs> terrible, you win this. Yeah, I, I honestly, I went into that Saturday or Sunday night matchup like super confident. And then, mm, like, you were. Stafford had negative points, like I think going into the second half. Like there was way too much Sony Michelle. That's how I knew Henderson was hurt because no one actually wants to play Sony Michelle. Like I was like, this is inexplicable. Like there's no reason to do this. Something must be wrong with my boy. Um, and there was I did something to my boy. <laughs> and uh, you know, my punter apparently did so poorly for the jets that he is cut. He's no longer on the jets. So I have to find a new one of those. Not, not, not too happy about that. Um, Which is funny because I think his uh, average yards is like second or third in the league or something like good. that, according it to his good, Twitter yeah. picture. <laughs> Whatever he tweeted about leaving the Jets, not only do I think he was ecstatic about it occurring, but I also think in some regards uh, he's going to get signed somewhere else. So we'll see what I happens with him. That, um Part of it is the Jets want to lose. They're like, shit, guys, we can't win again. And this, this pun, we need a punter that will muff some punts. Like, mm. Morstead isn't going to muff some punts. We need a worse punter. Um, so sometimes length isn't everything, Sox. And, and on that, speaking of length not being everything, Alan, let's take a look at your <laughs> I mean, Brandon just doesn't have the length, plain and simple. Just- at the end of the day, you know, Cortland Sutton didn't do what I thought he was going to do. I had Jerry Judy in all week and then Stinker tinkered on a Sunday morning and threw the Sutton in and uh, that wasn't the right decision. I think Sutton's going to bounce back. Um, you know, I'm, Tinker I'm not. Tinkered. 
I like so, that. Uh, I'm a little surprised about the downput, but uh, I think it'll be okay. Same thing with Mike Williams. Uh, I think both both of them will be fine. You know, Brendan obviously Chase Edmonds going down really kind of helped me. Um, Devonte Adams as well, although I think the target share was great from Jordan Love. Um, you know, obviously just the connection wasn't there. So, you know, Beasles with the 11 points. That's a lucky fill in. Um, you know, Michael Carter, obviously from Thursday night, that didn't go out as planned starting three running backs. You know, you're going to get what you're going to get. So, you know, 124.38, um, you know, one thirty eight point one eight. I know you, uh, I know you skip over Darren Waller here and put up 16.2. And I vaguely remember you shitting on, on the trade um, last week. So have, you, have your thoughts changed on the Pretty Darren productive Waller situation? Player. Mm. Well, like no, a, I mean, first of all, he's player. not as injured anymore. So I think his production is obviously rising. <laughs> oh. But I still think you take a look at Brendan's wide receivers and he has no depth. Um, Devontae Adams is his star. You know, he used to have Terry McLaurin here. So you fill that in, um, you know, then your flex, you're looking at, you know, a, a wide range of different options. So his whole team is different with just one position swap, um, which is what that trade was. And I do, no, no, I, I do think that Cole Beasley is good until Dawson Knox comes back, which I believe might, might be this week. So Cole Beasley's expiration on this nice run of, uh, 21 21 and 11 is not great but again that was a game where the bills didn't score a touchdown so i mean yeah, it I, looks like beasley fine. is questionable for this week for awful politics no, no i'm kidding it looks oh. like he has ribs issue yeah oh uh, okay ribs yeah okay um so i listen at the end of the day there can only be one team atop the west and right now it's me let's, let's yeah brendan on. very very brief uh jaunt on the mountaintop there. it was great what a, what a what a week it was it was probably one of my favorite weeks mm-hmm. i had probably the highest score uh highest scoring fantasy player of james connor on my bench and i still beat brendan who was first place at the time so I, that was his career high and influenced directly because Brendan's player went down. I think it's fair that you benched him. I think it's fair. Yeah. Didn't hurt him. Beat him on my own. That's what I'll say. I'll see yeah. you in the playoffs, buddy. Uh, well, we'll see. All right. What's the last game? Did we, did we already go over? I, I, I think done? that is all of them, which brings us to week 10. So I Please. think if we want to, we could take a look at uh, what we have from the waiver wire. Uh, which processed earlier this morning, uh, three o'clock or four o'clock AM. So did you stay up for it? No, I did not. That's a little bit past my bedtime. So I I also didn't stay up for this, but it's way past my bedtime. Um, Interesting. I I think trends for the league, three people, four people going after Chris Carson. I think a couple of people went after AU. Uh, I think one or two people went after Logan Thomas. We talk about how Lasky has just, consistently gotten um like the best running back every single week like the best like hey this running back is now like the running back you need to to get on waivers and yet it hasn't helped him isn't that what happens as the worst team with the inverse waiver order at some point it would make a flips It would make an impact. No, it doesn't, dude. It's always I don't I don't think it has ever flipped. It's always has. No, 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 no. I don't what I'm saying is flipped. What I, what I mean is at a certain point, you get like the best player for a certain number of weeks in a row that your team is no longer the worst because it improves uh, based off of those good players you've got. I, as someone who started zero and four and won a league, that's exactly how I did it. There were just <laughs> very good players those first four weeks that I was, I was able to get. But the thing that confuses me is Lasky's team hasn't gotten better despite him getting all these good players. It doesn't make sense. 
So I think part of the problem here is I think I'm trying to count and counting is difficult. There's there's either four or five teams who are only active on the waiver wire. So oh, it doesn't. Yeah. So if if everyone was active, the the folks with the best records wouldn't get the players that they're getting. That's very true. That's very true. Like, well, and and also in comparison for Lasky, I think he's on the bottom end of the points for. So in terms of his matchups, even though he is getting these good players, um, you know the injuries have really hurt him enough that you know the production hasn't been there when they've started, and that's cost him points for. You need points to win the matchup. You know? I also feel like uh, Lasky has had a surprise. Like normally, like you, you're like, oh, my player's gonna be out. Like I can play someone else. I feel like an inordinate amount of Lasky's injuries have occurred like in the first quarter. Like, mm. Oh, there, there goes, there goes this guy. Like now, Lasky just has like three points or something. Like, v sad, very sad. For sure. Um, on to. Russell Gage, I suppose. Russell Gage didn't. I feel like uh, General had Russell Gage before. <laughs> I'm really high on this Russell Gage dude. I was I was scrolling him. I think like midnight last night. I was like, oh my god, I want this dude so bad. Just like replacing an injured Calvin Ridley. Like this dude is going to get reps, and I was very jealous that Nate got him. I mean, yeah. I I think on a personal level, I would temper expectations a little bit. I I like the pickup for the general, especially trying to fill the void of Calvin Calvin Ridley, who he has. Yeah. Um, so he's hurting on the wideout and he wants to stay stocked on that offense. But, you know, I think there's a lot of mouths to feed down in Atlanta for what it's worth now. Um, you I'll know, tell you they who they're not pits. feeding. Oh, Actually, that's no. very they're, true. They're feeding him. He's just not eating it. I think that's a better way to put it. Like they're throwing him all the food and Pitts is just like getting it on his face and not eating it. Like, oh, he drops so many balls. I'm, I'm just so frustrated yeah. with Pitts. And, and what what am I missing about uh, Rashad Bateman? It looks like Neil, you went for him, but it looks like oh, Alan got um, So I I like well, him well, too. Well. Uh, Alan, you can give your logic. My logic is like they don't have many receivers in Baltimore. They have a good offense. He's getting targets. It's him or Marquise Brown. Why not? The reason I didn't put him higher on my waivers though is because that offense doesn't really like to throw that much. And right. Lamar Jackson is a running back, so like... Oh my god. <laughs> the ultimate zag. <laughs> Originally yeah. it was a zig, but now it's turned into a zag, which is just what you want to see. I'm going to try to... I'm going to try to have us recover from that good. drive-by shooting of Lamar Jackson. But listen, this is, this is just what I'll say. Uh, I, I think for me... Lamar Jackson. I, I, uh, I think for me... Oh. Oh. Yeah, we're... we're do you have any evidence of this? Um, there's a database that uh, my people have access to that you. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> okay. Well, anyways, um, I, I think uh, for Rashad Bateman, honestly, listen. Here's the deal. My team is so damn good. This is oh just a damn fill-in wow. for me. Um, oh my god, you know, my cock and, is just so long. Am I worried about playing Neil, which we'll talk about? I think you know maybe. Um, but listen, like. I kind of agree with Neil, you know, um, Bateman, not really sure how he's going to play out in the offense. He was out earlier in the year with the injury. So I think a lot of it is he's figuring out himself in the NFL. He's figuring out the speed of the game. You know, is he trusting the leg? <laughs> trying to find himself. Um, you know, yeah, Alan's just trying to help him I, get there. I, yeah. no, I, th I think he's worth a stash. So I was willing yeah. to pick him up. I had a couple of open spots. 
Um, you know, I picked up Bateman. I was going for Chris Carson. You know, he was drafted to the general's moose knuckle. I've added it and dropped him similar to Marquez Callaway quite a bit. Yeah. Um, and just unfortunately didn't get him this week. So, you know, beat Neil to the punch on the wideout, but lost the running back overall. Yeah, yeah, I, I think it's okay. I think Chris Carson going to uh, Lasky is is very apt though because he's very injury prone. So I I, I don't think you wanted him, Alan. I, th- I think you're good. Um, which takes us to Brandon Ayuk, who I am actually very thankful that Joe you got him because if I had to get him back, I would not want to start him. It would just be the most frustrating thing in the world. So. Yeah, I, I felt like I had to get him. I couldn't like. I couldn't justify not getting him. I'm not super excited about it, though. It seems like he's a wide receiver one, too. I don't know. So I'm hoping he's, he'll get um, the volume. He was like the hy- one of the hypiest wide receivers. Like That's a pretty hypey name. Just in towards the end of last him, like, year, I think he was, yeah. Round. Yeah, towards the end of last year, and dude, so much preseason hype. Him, Calvin Ridley, so much preseason hype this year. Um, and, like, he's starting to get more targets, mainly because... Other wide receivers on the Niners are getting hurt. Um, it sort of feels like Shanahan is has been like forced to play him and give him like room and rope versus like him like earning it more so. Like there has been like some language like oh he's doing better at practice and whatnot, but like he's a first round pick. Like you don't hear these this type of talk with guys like T Higgins or or J Jeff. You know like it, it's a very odd type of talk to have for like a first round wide receiver um, that's not named in Kill Harry. Um, so wow. it's, it, it's really interesting, like what's happening to Ayuk. I, I think that he has space, um, and, and he has the potential, but it's just like, it's never like a comfy play. Like I would actually, I would be way more excited about playing Rashad Bateman than, than Brandon Ayuk. Um, would you really? That's I, deeply upsetting. Be, okay. Cause I know Bateman has a floor. I know he's going to get five to eight targets. I know that three to four of those are going to be deep shots. Brandon Ayuk, like. His quarterback is Jimmy G, who like can barely take what's given to him at this point. The whole thing, the whole like concept of the Niners offense has always been like yak, 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 which basically means we're gonna throw you a short pass and we're gonna make the receiver do cool athletic things because we can't throw it deep. That's what yak basically means in the context of the 49ers. So I I'm also like a like a pessimist. 49ers fan so that could also be another piece like you might want to like talk to someone who's not as jaded and has watched every single second of this shitty 49ers team sure. um yeah i will but- say too you know joe folks put another number on the counter if you want to make a trade oh I- i'd be interested in talking so i don't you know, know something about the, the, see the what happens. thing. i'm not buying it at all uh, i could be know, wrong i it's fine yeah, Joe. I mean, yeah, Allen has plenty of good wide receivers. I'd like to think I the, do. Uh, Denver ones, you know, even though well, uh, they were both outscored who, by Brendan's shitty who's wide the Denver receiver quarterback on the Broncos last week. Teddy Bridge. Um, it, yeah. Teddy okay. two is he gloves. still Teddy two gloves? He's still rocking the two gloves. He, he I believe, very much so is. It gets cold in Denver. He hasn't upgraded to three. No, no, he's still I, rocking I, the alliteration. Would still still work with that'd him. be badass if he just wore a third one somewhere. Like, oh man, we should unprecedented. <laughs> what do you guys think about overall? I think Neil, you alluded to this earlier uh, in our discussion, but uh, p- making these pickups, right? Do people seem to be making pickups based on where their team needs, or are they picking up just what's best available? Because um, we're going to talk about the power rankings a little bit, and yeah. you know, Neil, like you said, Lasky's had all these top waiver wire pickups. 
and points four don't necessarily play in his favor, but his roster minus the injury should be pretty good. Yeah, so uh, to, to answer the, the first question, um, people in this league definitely just pick up people on waivers for what they need. I've seen countless, like I've woken up you know, blurry-eyed to see what the fuck, why well, was a punter picked up before I picked up this wide receiver? Why was this defense picked up before I picked up this running back? Like, people, like, I don't want to call anyone out. Nate, I've, I don't know why. I distinctly remember you've done this a few on a few occasions. Like, randomly, like, picking up a punter on by instead of actually picking up someone valuable. Um, not to, like... Another drive-by here. <laughs> not to, like, maybe, like, show my hand or, like, strategies that I like to use too much. But, like, it's okay to drop your kicker or punter to pick up another position of value on the waiver wire and make those decisions later in the week. It's better to have that option than it is to I not. agree. So like, I agree. I guess this kind of ties in. Unless you have, like, Justin Tucker, right? Um, right. That's, Unless you have a top three, I completely yeah. agree with what you're saying. The, like, the, the, the basic the premise throw. of fantasy yeah. in a lot of ways are you need to take risk consistently. Mm-hmm. And if it's dropping arguably the, the least valuable position on your roster to have the option to consider that, why wouldn't mm-hmm. you? Exactly. I completely agree. Neil. Yeah. And I, and so, I, so uh, Neil, last week you, you brought up like, uh, I think we were talking about kind of like the quality of the, uh, the free agency pool and you brought up Boston Scott as a, vo- as a valid option, but he only yeah. scored like four points. Um, do, you, do you still feel uh, so similarly? I, I do feel similarly in terms of, because like, in that specific case of Boston Scott, that was really like a case of prediction in that the ghost of Jordan Howard got all of the work, which to me was very, very unexpected. I also hate Jordan Howard, so maybe I'm also cheated there. Fair enough. Um, but I, I think in terms of like the numbers, like if you were to like project like, oh, Jordan Howard got 17 carries, like we sort of predicted Boston Scott to get like 12 of those. If you add 12 to Boston Scott's, I think he got like four carries. Would you be happy with a 16 carry running back that you got on waivers? Yes. Um, another example there would be Carlos Hyde. He got 21 carries. I would be ecstatic if I got a waiver, um, running back who got 21 carries. And I think he got like two or three targets. Like I'm also like a volume junkie though. Like I, I want like the hundred shots versus like the one dunk or whatever. Um, and I just think like, sorry, not to, not to interject you too much here, but to, to, to counteract that. So, I mean, Carlos Hyde, the interesting thing with Carlos Hyde, right? Wasn't James Robinson banged up. So I I feel like in a lot of ways, yeah, we're, we're, we're taking the, the risk play of how is Carlos Hyde going to do, but he's also, you know, you don't know what the volume is going to be. You hope it's going to be something, but going up against the bills, you're really just playing for garbage time there. No. I think, well, yeah, you, you are playing for garbage time, which would spell like a negative game script for Hyde. But I think where I sort of like approach it from is like, oh, you know, he's a starting running back on an NFL team. How often are you going to get a starting running back that a decent volume, not like a starting running back, sure. like a Devonta Freeman. Like if 10 plus carries some targets, to me, that's great for a, a like a weekly fill in. You hope they get the touchdown and, and have a good week. If not, you settle for like the eight, the six to ten points or whatever, and, and are happy with that. That's fair. Um, yeah, I I definitely view like waiver wire as like shorter term if it like plugins and also like 
just filling in your your needs but like i definitely think like if your need is a punter you don't get that early like you take the yeah. dart throw oh. and worst case you drop that dart throw and you pick up a punter on like saturday night um I now have three tight ends, for example. I can't even play three <laughs> tight ends. If anyone needs a tight end, I am here. And I am not married to any of them. Any of them. You wow. can have plug for them. Neil. So <laughs> Okay. Interesting. You get a tight end. You get a tight end. Everyone gets a tight end. I'm really happy with playing any of them. To me, they're all the same. Uh, yeah. You don't uh, really think that. Come on. Now. I I kind of think that Goddard has the. I, I'm not going to. Oh, I've been I've been pronouncing it Godare. Is it not Godare? I think it's Goddard, but Godare is really fun. I think it's Goddard as well, but Godare is uh, a <laughs> good interpretation of it. Super fun. <laughs> Isn't Godare like a French pronunciation? You think it's kind of funny that you went with like a French cheese? pronunciation. Godare for like um, a guy whose first name is Dallas. <laughs> the lost Godare. <laughs> <laughs> that's great texas i love that, I love that. <laughs> texas uh, um moving down the the list here the eno, eno benjamin had a lot of hype in in the fantasy circles that i was uh i was tuning into and i actually thought that it was ito benjamin like ito smith from the from the uh falcons but i guess it's eno i didn't even look him up i didn't want for the, him. For the next uh, pod i'll make a top 10 list of the the best fantasy names i see on, oh, on here well i don't think anybody did ones. pick him up right oh another one raheem uh mostart like Moster, Moster, Moster. Yeah, no, he's, he's, okay. he's Moster. No, he's out no. for the rest of the year, though. Like he's yeah. so out that like I haven't even opened like my jersey T-shirt that I have from him. Like I actually might return it. He might not be it on the Niners next year. <laughs> Did you get like the jersey insurance? Uh, I didn't because it was just a T-shirt. But I can still return it um, up until like three. I think like for two more weeks. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm not gonna get. Yeah, I wouldn't get a running back jersey. That's risky. I would. I would have to get like a. O lineman or, or a quarterback. Raheem um, Mostart. <laughs> I, yeah, Alan, if you want Eno Benjamin, he's, he's all yours. I know you like having the, the handcuff because uh, from, from what I heard, I think they don't want to run James Conner into the ground. So James Conner probably won't get 40 points again. Um, you'll probably get like more like 20 and, and 8 from Eno Benjamin, depending on who gets a touchdown until Edmonds comes back. Yeah, I mean, I think Edmonds is going to be on the IR for at least three yeah. weeks, and then we're going to yeah. have to see. So uh, there's value in Connor. Um, you know, I'm 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 not expecting forty, but uh, I'll take twenty, a hundred percent, and we'll see and, where it goes. Connor. Oh, because you got Carlson. Oh, I see, I see. I'm kind of surprised that you stayed with Gano for what was it, two weeks, Joe? Yeah, he seemed to do pretty well for me. Uh, oh man, did that mean the did that mean the Giants are doing well? They, the Giants never come up on red zone, so I I actually like don't follow their games that closely. They actually just score eighty yard touchdowns every single time. It's actually oh yeah incredible. yeah he had fourteen you know? points last week. That's quite oh yeah. I mean points. nobody yeah. really wants to watch a Giants game anyway, so you, oh, I don't think you're missing much. Just, Alan and his hatred of, of the Giants. Anyone have Evan Ingram in this league? Sorry, that's super random. I just have uh, to Neil's favorite tight end. <laughs> Oh, no, no one does. He has had double digits the last three weeks, though. Hey, uh, here's a hot tip for the whole league. Don't, don't pick him up. Don't chase points with him. And chasing points with Evan Ingram does mean chasing 10 points. Yeah. Um, all right. True. Uh, and then the, True. for the last couple ones here, we have, yeah, kicker. And then, oh, <laughs> oh my God, Joe, you're back on the Bucks defense, huh? <laughs> I, can't, I can't quit him. 
just hook them directly into my vein. That's funny. I, I had him for a while. It's, it's good to see um, they're back reunited with who drafted him. You love to yeah, see we did Yeah, we, we did the draft recap, and I noticed, like, how early I picked them. I was like, oh, God. So I'm just, like, chasing good wow. money after that here. Yep. Yeah, the history is, like, you drafted him in the 13th round, then you dropped him, then I picked him, then I dropped him, oh, and they're back. I mean, he, yeah. uh, two weeks ago, they put up 22, uh, 22 fantasy points here. Uh, they three did. interceptions, four I sacks. that week. It was great. Yeah. Um, last uh, last time they played, they put they let up thirty. So we okay. shall see. Washington's not good, right? Washington football team. No, Washington's not good. Excellent, not good. There we go. Yeah, I know what I'm talking about. And uh, Bucks are off by, so they should be prepared. Um, yeah, love it. Awesome. So that's that was the waiver wire for this week. Any um, actually, real quick, let's see if any other uh, moves were made since um, since then. There haven't been. Um, Ooh, not, you're you're not. downplaying my Russell Wilson pickup at like seven yeah, in the morning. That's a that's a huge move. Um, Thank you, Joe, with possibly the uh, best backup quarterback right oh, now. Oh wow, I didn't know, even see that. Yes, sir. Yeah, wow. and with what I would say is an exemplary upcoming schedule at Green Bay, Arizona. Eh, but that's at home. But then they got Washington, San Francisco, Houston. Ooh. A nice little run for uh, Russell Wilson's finger to come back on. Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, this is one of the few benefits of having insomnia at like 5.30 in the morning is you get to randomly pick up Russell Wilson from uh, (laughs) the waiver wire. Yeah, I mean, um, if anyone... 6.30. Was it 6.30? I I will say the the interesting thing with Wilson, right? Obviously, we'll see how the finger holds up, but uh, Joe has Pat Mahomes. Who in this league right now, I believe, according to ESPN, is the fourth ranked overall quarterback. So, I, I mean, uh, this isn't a two quarterback league as far as I know. So, leads to the question who are you going to play, Joe? Oh, I play Pat Mahomes every time. And Russell Wilson oh. is um, kind of like strutting my shit. And uh, if anyone's been wanting to trade, let me know. Wow. Talking think, about me, and you guys are just making the plug I, now, huh? I honestly okay. think there are, there's, there are valid opportunities to play Russell Wilson over, over Patrick Mahomes based on what Mahomes has shown us the last three or four wow. I wouldn't disagree. I just think the concern with Wilson is let's see how the finger holds up in a game mm. first before you start him, right? That, that's, my, that's, my, uh, that's where I'm if, at. If he's coming back, like, honestly, like, look, Mahomes the last three weeks, 7 points, 16 points, 12 points. Joe Burrow did way better than that. Jalen Hurts has done yeah. way better than that. Like, True. Teddy Bridgewater has done way better True. than that. Like, it's just the name at this point of Mahomes. But, like, at a certain point, you got to, like, separate the name from the production. I, I, I almost feel like we got we to gotta wait and see Mahomes come back and perform at this point. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm almost True. kind of a... Yeah, I'm a, I think I'll see kind of what Russell Wilson, if he uh, if his finger holds up, if like the wide receiver and running back core can kind of support the production. And then um, yeah, Carson does, yeah. Ooh, that yeah. locket play is going to be nice with Wilson back if he can sling it deep. You got a locket in your pocket. I do. We'll see how, we'll see that, how that goes. I do. I, you know, I definitely think that, you know, DK Metcalf is still by far the number one wide receiver on that team. That is an objective, unbiased opinion. Um you know, just I would much rather have DK Metcalf. Uh, yeah, I. But you know, I have Tyler Lockett, and <laughs> um, I think if we're talking about league teams no, they, overall, they I'm one of the best. 
They both have value. I'm just messing. It sounds um, like Alan's trying to transition into the league power rankings here. Yeah, that's what, that's what we're moving into that, right, right That now. might be. That might be. And and mm-hmm. I think, you know. These are nice charts. We're, for the listeners here, there are some nice charts in our pod notes. I'll, I'll put them in uh, in the notes for the pod. You'll, you'll see them. There's some very These nice are. charts. I kind of whipped that, uh, that up together. Joe um, made that. Yeah, I can kind of talk through them. It's, it's currently right now, it's through, it's just kind of like league totals through, was it week? Uh, Week nine, right? Um, nine, I'm hoping to go yeah. back and kind of build it out week by week. Oh wow, that's you great. kind of see some trending stuff here. But yeah, we're Love just it. kind of just uh, all right to go well, along go, with Alan. Let's go rankings. look through the uh, the league power rankings real quick. Oh shit, I just lost it. Uh, okay, sorry, I dropped a lacrosse ball. Um, all right, so let's do the, the league power rankings, starting with the uh, the contenders. Um, so I think the way that we're going to define this tier is uh, basically the, the the teams that we think have the the highest chance of winning the league basically like we believe that these teams will be in the second round of the playoffs and and beyond um i think i speak for everyone on this pod when i say this tier is everyone on this pod yes sir alan and myself i would actually put it in the order of hate to say this alan joe and then myself um i don't unbiased let's let's not (laughs) let ourselves speak for our teams <laughs> yeah that would that would be nice well uh, that's fine the one thing i will say is that i am below joe solely because in terms of tiebreaker right now joe has beaten me once on the season um that being said i think the team uh wasn't really what it was now and i would be curious to see how another matchup went but uh he does hold one over me at this moment from a records perspective yes from a power rankings hey where are we going to be at at the end of the year perspective i think your team holds the edge the weakness here i think actually ironically from joe's past talk i do think it may be worthwhile to diversify at the quarterback position uh, because you have mike williams that is if that is your biggest concern though hey can i upgrade from justin herbert your team is in very, very, very good shape. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, and it seems like, like at first glance, it looks like it's just kind of like just high ceiling guys. And if they pop off, like he's good to go. But it seems like he's kind of like limited the the floor that he has. And just like all these players can like go off pretty consistently. There, there are no low floor players on this team except Mike Williams, Cortland Sutton, uh, Jerry Judy, and Rashad Bateman. But quite frankly, those guys never have to be played. So it's it's really just there for for depth. I think yeah. that the tight ends in this on this team are two of the strongest with the the Hawks strap and and Dawson Knox. Um, James Conner has temporarily inflated value, but that temporary is not like one week. That temporary oh one of the weeks is a buy. That's kind of unfortunate. But I would say you know at least until week thirteen, James Conner will own that backfield. Like this team is pretty much a lock for the playoffs in my opinion. It's just a question of. Brendan possibly coming back and making it interesting on who gets the buy. That that to me is is the state of of Allen's team. Well, let's hit Neil's team quick. Alan, you want to go? Uh yeah. I mean, we can tag team this one. Just uh, you know, an opportunity to see what Neil has here. GPA. Obviously, he doesn't have a punter right now, so that I, th- uh, that jumped off the board gap. to me too. You yeah. love to see Young Hoku. Neil really rides for his guys. Um, health overall, I, I think he's, uh, leaning a little bit running back heavy. Um, a lot of the running backs are 
fill-ins. Um, I really like Henderson. I think that's great. But Darnus Johnson, Mike Davis, AP. Darnus Johnson, the uh, only active running back for the Browns right now who has been there for more than five days. True. I do like the Ernest Johnson play this Just week, this but week. again, it's that's a, <laughs> right. It's a week to week play. Henderson is really the only depth you have there outside of McCaffrey oh, yeah. and Harris. The Mike um, Davis. Wide receivers, the- your starters are great. AB when he comes back, that's great. DPJ, you're you're never going to play him. So, you know, your depth here, I don't think is as strong necessarily as, as you know, what it, it, it could be. If Thielen um, was good, I'd feel a lot better about my situation. But yeah, I, I think you're fine overall. And I expect to see you in the playoffs with what this roster has now and what will be based on schedules for these guys moving forward. Yeah, especially McCaffrey too. He's going to be a lot better than he was this week where it seemed like Carolina was kind of like holding him back. Absolutely. I would agree. I would agree. And then Joe, I mean, looking at your team too, man. Um, You know, Neil, I think Joe's team, the the bench is tough to look at. It it is. It's tough to look at, but it actually produces. Like, you don't want to play David Montgomery. You don't want to play Devontae Booker. But they put up points. You don't want to play Brandon Cooks. You're afraid he doesn't know where he is. You know, he's one more concussion away from not being able to drive himself home. Um, <laughs> but he gets points. It, it's pretty gross. Like, True. this is kind of like, um, and he gets, he has the two Cooks, one cup. Like, he's doing good. I, Cooper Cup, honestly, will single-handedly will this team to the That alone is just such, like, Oh, I can bank 20 plus points a week guaranteed pencil it in on this spot like an actual bona fide 20 points we say 20 points about some players but other than like DMC Kamara Cook Cup I don't really see that many players that are actually 20 Adams I don't really see that many players that are like bona fide hey guaranteed 20 plus points a week players outside of the quarterback right as long as Cook you know stays playing doesn't get on doesn't land himself on the exempt list I, I think this team will be in, in the playoffs. Could yeah. use an upgrade at tight end. Could use an upgrade at tight end. Yeah. If only I knew a guy who had three of them. Yeah, like not, there is a guy out there with three of them. Maybe give him a, maybe give him a shout. Jared Cook, as everyone knows, I think is the least clutch player in football, even when he does something that looks clutch. Quite frankly, you know the team cannot win at that point because Jared Cook did something that seemed impactful. Um... Tyler Higby does like weirdly like treads he's a good water. low end like yeah he's, like treads one. the water right like he, not- <laughs> he exactly he's just gonna get you a float a float it's a middling floor yeah uh, just he's in know, four feet of water just like in just floating there yeah just- the, the, the the interesting candy. thing with with this team Joe and and Neil I don't know how much you think of it is true I I almost wonder like at, at what where is the production of the wet, the rest of the wideouts, right? Like Hopkins has had a couple of up and down games. Um, you know, Ayuk, like we talked about, he's, he's, you know, been good of late, but earlier in the season, he wasn't that good cooks. You don't know what's going to go on. I, I agree with that because I think what, what the, we're seeing here is the struggle of rostering two quarterbacks, because if Russell Wilson, instead of being Russell Wilson, who I think we all agree has value was instead a wide receiver, like a depth wide receiver. Even if it was Rashad Bateman, I would feel like better about mm. this roster. I agree. I'm kind of surprised. Does anyone have Josh Gordon in this league? I'm kind of surprised. No. Well, and we'll see what happens with OBJ too. I know he doesn't have the Chiefs. uh, He does have the Chiefs on his final list rather. So we'll see how that plays out. Um, uh, Personally, I think it's 
too crowded for him so i hope he doesn't go to the chiefs um but if he's just chasing rings then you know that's probably a good place to go the other options i heard were the packers and the saints and i uh, heard as well as what diego posted in discord that uh the patriots made a pretty strong play at him uh within the late hours yeah they they have my favorite thing to look at with um sort of like where this player is going to land are the the vegas odds of his next team and in this case funnily enough the raiders are actually the shortest odds and I just feel like OBJ is like the most Raidery Raiders player, really, that, that they can find right now. Like, Big time. That, <laughs> that, that's hilarious. I kind of want OBJ to land there just like for the for like, oh, man, that's going to be like, this is going to be a good store. <laughs> you know, that's like the best like jersey you could possibly buy, too. It's like, all right, what kind of OBJ jersey do I want? You want the freaking Raiders OBJ jersey? <laughs> and then uh, from, from Raiders, uh, that's three to one odds. Um, from there it goes Saints, Ravens. Patriots, Rams, Bills, Colts, Niners, Packers, Titans. And I would actually say that beyond the Patriots or the Rams, the odds are getting into like eight to one to 10 to or 10 to one to higher. I don't see those likely at all. Um, I, if I were you guys, I would not want him on my team. I would not be excited about OBJ on, on the Niners. I, I, if I were y'all, I would not be excited about him on the Patriots, but that's, that's just me. I, I, I like the, um, I'd, I, I would personally be excited for him on the Patriots. Oh. <laughs> um, Hard not to be. I'm, I, I, I think that I think the Patriots, as usual, are struggling with uh, receiving core and receiving depth. I mean, for God's sakes, we're running Nelson Aguilar down on a post route and hoping that, you know, he's going to catch it brick hands Aguilar. So, you know, in, in some regards, uh, I, I think we just need to take the shot. But, um, you know, I also think that some of the story about OBJ is a, middle, a little misleading, too. So I agree. Did you we'll guys see, see the happens. report that the uh, the Packers love? Bald them intentionally just to get their name out there that they actually offered. <laughs> I did something. see that. Yep, I did see Total that. Packers move, bro. Oh, oh my god, man. so brutal. I think we would all consider that you know OBJ situation and him as a player as a wild card, which is also the name of our next tier of teams. Um, I would sort of define the tier as teams that will likely make the playoffs and if things break well for them we they could potentially make a run but definitely like we don't see them as likely making the the championship as those folks in the top and in this this year we have played the surging diego the soon-to-be west coast based edwin and i think there's a little bit of disagreement among the uh, the hosts here if Brendan belongs in this tier or the next tier down. But I think for the sake of, uh, of this episode, we can place Brendan in the wild card tier. I mean, I, I actually kind of want to talk about that one for a quick minute because sure. I might have changed my mind. Okay. Um, mm. I, I think Jacob has a better team than what Brendan is going to have down the stretch. If I if I look at this realistically, I think Brendan is is like I talked about earlier, really going to struggle with that wide receiver depth and some of that volatility is going to kill him down the line when there's going to be some tough matchups for some of his guys. In looking at Jacob's team, I I think truly he gets maybe another running back in here. Um, you know that uh, that's really solid. That's going to get him points every week, um, and maybe you know gives up a wideout perhaps. And then he's looking at, you know, arguably a playoff run. Um, Gronk comes back and gets healthy. I'm going to spell this out for you, Jacob. I'm going to, Jacob. Alan wants Stefan Diggs. Okay, that's what this is. This is what this is all this is about. Alan wants Stefan Diggs, Jacob. 
I mean, Jacob, if uh, you know, no. take the, listen to the counter here. Here goes another one. Ding. Uh, if you want to make oh a trade, I'm down to talk. Um, I, I, I like what you got here. I think you do need a running back. I think I have four of the top 10 running backs. <laughs> oh so, um, you know, I, I would definitely be down to work something if you wanted to. But, I, I, you know, personally, I think you're a running back away. And that's the reason why I would swap him over. Jacob, do not take James Connors for Stefan Diggs. I, I beg of you. Do not do that deal. Come to me first. Talk to me. My I, door is open. Uh, you can't no, talk about it yeah. within inside Diggs. the league. No, 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 no. There's none of that. But but anyways, getting back to the topic here, I, I would like to propose moving Jacob in and bringing Brendan down. I would. I think that makes sense to me too. I'm looking at Jacob's team too. It makes a lot more sense. The the, the insurgent Pat Fryermuth is just. I kind of. I don't want to. I like that pickup too on a late Sunday afternoon edition. That's fantastic. He's probably just on the shitter, just adding Fryermuth. I don't want to be a dick here, but and I would actually put both Jacob and Brendan in the in the tier down after looking at both of their rosters close. <laughs> So okay. does, it ju- does that just mean that the general is the only dark horse? No, no, no. The dark horse is the next tier down. There's only dark horses and duds left. So apologies. That would put that would make this wild card tier just Diego and Edwin. And I think if you guys gotcha. are okay with that, let's do that. Let's do that. Yeah, I'm, that I'm, I'm okay with that. If we're thinking about this as a pyramid, this is very like lopsided, just poorly constructed pyramid. But I think it makes sense here. Well, and I think then while we're in this category, as it seems like we've kind of moved in the dark horses, the only team left that we really haven't analyzed and given a comment on is the generals. You know, I'm, I'm pulling it up right now. I think we mentioned this earlier, right? Calvin really is down. So that kind of hurts his value a little bit. He has um, a tight end in the flex right now, folks. Khalil Herbert. I think that's the move. I think that's the move for his roster, given mm. given the buys. Khalil yep. Herbert, I actually think David Montgomery is going to rustle that job back. Um, I, I think so as well. I think there's going to be a timeshare or at least a large reduction. I mean, he had 1.3 fantasy points last week. Um, so obviously not what you like to see. Devontae Parker is back on IR. Uh, we talked about the yeah, Russell uh, Gage pickup. I'm a little surprised that he hasn't started Jarvis Landry in recent weeks since the trade. Uh, I'm not sure he did last week. Okay. He got four points. That that's (laughs) tough. I think this week might be a little bit better against the Patriots banged up secondary. Uh, It's still going to be a good game, but you know, just looking at the generals team here, I mean, it's really tough to be excited about this down the stretch. He has some talent. Can I just say I that just um, all of the players in uh, all the players that Nate and I traded last week, they put up a combined, combined, um, and those players were Henry Ruggs, no longer in the league. Mike Davis scored a little less than three points. Jarvis Landry, four points. Alex Collins, four points. Those four players that were involved in that trade scored about 10 points combined. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, you, you hate to see it. <laughs> that, that's pretty rough. I think I think it's safe to say nobody won that trade. No. <laughs> we all lost. The listeners lost. The hosts lost. Exactly. It, it just um, wasn't a good yeah. display. Um, which um, I, I mean, yeah. There's not too much more that I have to say about the Generals team, honestly. Lamar Jackson is Lamar Jackson. Aaron Jones. When will he truly be freed? I like Manny Sanders. Um, I think I traded him. Manny Sanders. George Kittle's fine. Gasecki. How long is he really going to hold this up? Um, to me, Gasecki's starting to kind of turn him back into the the Tyler uh, Higby yep. that Reverting. I thought he was gonna be. So you know, I'm not really expecting much out of him. Over here. Yeah, yeah, the hairstyle Oof. is uh, is pretty something. I think he's balding. 
Wait, he's almost blonde on top. He is. It's interesting. Wow. I wonder if that's like a dot. Wild stuff. Huh. Is that, yeah, is that Miami Sun? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just like photovoltaic <laughs> or whatever it is. wreak yeah. havoc on Edwin. Jesus. All right. And that takes us, I think, to the, uh, to the last tier, which is duds. Oof. Dud slash peasants slash sad. Not good. Not good candy. Almond joy. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I mean, truly, truly F tier. Um, 100 grand. <laughs> now, I will say Nick did end up beating me. Um, I, I was on a bye week, I think. So. Even a blind squirrel, Alan. Even uh, a blind yep, squirrel. Th- that's kind of the mentality that I had. I mean, he's rocking Derek Carr. He has Austin Eckler, so I think Eckler's great. Um, but, you know, the, the, the wide out core here is just... I mean, he still has Michael Thomas on his bench. Um, you know, two defenses, Ronald Jones, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, uh, OBJ. I, I mean, he hasn't started Marquise Brown in a couple of weeks. Um, you know, I, I'm just good not really sure what this team is. Three and six right now, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, but they are on a win streak, right? They won last so. week, so it's just the first game. So not much of a win streak, but well, actually no, they lost last no, no, week. No. Yeah, only, uh, only won. Nick Nick won last week against. Yeah, Nick uh, won last week against last, last week. game. So. Not a win streak because he lost the week before. Right, right. He's on a win so streak of one. He, well, he's on a win streak now. Oh, he's man. starting. He's starting at one, which is very generous, I think. But he isn't on a losing streak. No, no. But I, I, I don't think this team has enough down the stretch on, on player name alone. Yeah, he has two top three positions. Actually, if we're counting kickers and punters, too, because they matter. He does have a top five kicker and the number one punter. So um, but yeah, he's going to have to make some decisions he here. He's got yeah, some highs. To sum it up, I, I just think this team needs a shot in the arm. This, this team just needs like some TLC, bro. Like drop Michael Thomas, pick up somebody else. Drop the second defense, pick up somebody else. Perhaps keep hold on to the punter. I don't even think you need to hold on to the punter. The VAR is not that much. Yeah, you go from the number one punter to like the number three punter. You lose what on average like point two points per week, maybe. Like you'll be okay. There are there's a lot of room to like maneuver with this team, and it's just like in stasis, like just stuck. Which gross. is similar to Lasky's team, which. Which is, I believe, the last team here, yeah. um, and, and it, it truly is it the is. most sad. Just, just completely based on injuries. Well, I'm going to be just in, in general a lot nicer to Lasky's team because I, I, I know the the effort and the time and the commitment and the and hustle, I will say I, blood, I think this team that could that still man be okay. I agree. I agree. This team say, yeah. could still be mm-hmm. okay. There could be a string down the stretch here where this team wins some games. Upward I don't mobility. think Derrick Henry is going to help him at all at any point for the rest of the season. I think he'll be back for the playoffs of IRL. Yeah. So, but. I don't think, yeah. you know, Miles Sanders, do you even want him? Um, the Eagles hate my him. Question. He doesn't need to keep him. You know, like, I mean, a couple of these other guys here, Jeremy McNichols, you know, I don't think, I, I think obviously the Titans show that they trust AP. Um, you know, Chris Carson, obviously the pickup there, he needs running backs. But, you know, I, I, I think his wideouts are, are relatively good. Um, you know, Waddle on the bench. We'll see what happens with Sterling Shepard. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised. This team is really sad like four now. wideouts and, and everything else is kind of trash. It's, it's like kind of sad. I still think he can be, but like, he's upward mobile, though. I, I picture him just like 
Will Smith pursuit of happiness. Like right now he's crying in the bathroom homeless. Like he makes it in the end. You know what I mean? So prayers up for Lasky. <laughs> I think that he, he, he needs like a rebranding, like a new, a new team name after one of his more successful players, perhaps to turn it around. It, the, the two dads aren't doing two or two brothers. All for Those him. Madres. Is Padres, is that dad? Is Padres dad? Yes. Like his brother is Hermano, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two dads not not going so hot. I, I don't know. There's some some puns in these names maybe, that you can take, Lasky. Yeah, maybe one more dad. Maybe maybe, maybe <laughs> Trespod. Okay, is that that's what we're missing? We're missing a third dad. <laughs> awesome. Nice. So I guess at this point, let's go into a uh, preview of of next week's games before we uh, bid y'all adieu. Mm -hmm. So looking at this week's matchup, bringing me back uh, we to have Earth. What I what I would say is the most um, awaited, the, the, the marquee matchup of the week, if you will, the uh, General Moose Knuckles, owned by Alan Fraundor, facing the fully staffed Young Hoes, mm -hmm. still fully staffed after all these days. Um, in this matchup, it will clearly be a battle of the Titans. Um, there is no you know, easy win for either team, either side here. The initial line, as projected by ESPN, is... a. Uh, Allen minus six and a half. How do you feel about that line, Allen? I'm nervous. Um, I do think that this is going to be another close matchup, similar to what I had with Brendan. I do think I'm going to be losing throughout the day, and I do think I will lose overall, even though the projections are um, tilted in my favor right now. Um, this one has me a little nervous, just based on matchups. Um, just based on, you know, what it means for both teams, uh, depending on how the rest of my division shakes out. I'm only a game up, uh, Neil, you're obviously chasing. So a win here would be huge for you. Big. For um, both. yeah, this is, this is the marquee matchup of the week. I think we've had one every week. I, this one is it for me. Uh, obviously I'm a part of it, but I think as the league, this is one to pay attention to over the weekend. And unfortunately, it will probably drag into Monday mm -hmm. because I have Matthew Stafford and Daryl. No, this yeah. one's going to be a good one. I'm excited. Awesome. So moving on, we have Joe versus Lasky. By the numbers, you would kind of say that Joe should win handily, a 6-3 team against a 2-7. and seven. Looking at what ESPN is projecting, um, Lasky is a five-point underdog. Currently, it does not have a kicker. So if he were to plug in a kicker, Okay, that's kind of interesting. Mm. The ESPN is projecting his kicker to have points, although his kicker is oh, is this like a COVID thing? Oh, it's mm. a COVID thing. Oh yeah, he'll play. Okay, yeah. So the so the projection in the line is is, is reliable. Interesting. Yeah, um, I think this is going to be way closer than I want it to be. Um, I I easily foresee bad things in my future. Um, I don't know. It'll be tight. I, I think I think what what your bad spot is here is the fact that the Cowboys just lost to the Broncos by like an embarrassing like very embarrassing fashion at home yep. and they are in like the best spot if you look at my bets that i've already made for this week i have the cowboys again Ooh. on a butt ton of teasers that's and probably good for I, me though let's be real that's true i could have bought you the fantasy win but <laughs> i i really see like dak and the cowboys going for like 40 points no yeah like it, they're, they're gonna be angry and i think that's like the catalyst for lasky to win if cd lamb and dak prescott don't like like don't go off for big points i think you win here yeah i, I mean I, I would like here. the same to be true for the rams too playing monday night against san francisco like if if they bounce back and cooper cup and, and tyler hake they both pop off i mean he had a, he had a down week uh, uh in his terms in his rights 
20.5, Joe? Jesus. Yeah, it was soft. I mean, the past three weeks, he had 24 and a half, 37. <laughs> oh, my God. That was actually 34. his third worst week. Yeah. Oh, my God. 20.5 is his third. He's never scored less than 11, bro. Oh, my goodness. It's good stuff. Alan, you, you got a, a feeling. Who do you think is going to win this one? Quick, quick take, Joe or Lasky? Lasky. I think it's in I'm Alan's right. contract that he can't say anything nice about me. No, I, I mean, Joe, listen, I, I like your team, but I think the mashups of what your team has, the output that you're expecting, I don't think you're going to see it. No? That's all I'm saying. All I right. think Lasky has all a better right. matchups. I think Lasky wins this one. It's going to be close. I give the edge to uh, to Joe, and I think he wins the whole thing if he plays Russell Wilson. All righty. <laughs> so, Joe, moving you, on. do you think you win? <laughs> I, no, I don't. I'm just going to go about That's the right answer. That's the right answer. Yeah. <laughs> Next matchup is a matchup that I have very, very not that big of an interest in, and that is Nick versus Nate. I don't think it's anyone's surprise. I hope Nate wins this one. I mean, right now he's a heavy 13-point favorite, 14-point favorite. Yeah, I just don't know where the points come from. This uh, Nick's side is for, tough to for see. For Nick, he has to have a... Uh, uh, you, he just needs a big Austin Eckler, Robert Woods, Debo, and Travis. Actually, I can, I kind of see it. I think, I think um, Travis Kelsey and and Robert Woods can both have like gigantic games. Same with Austin Eckler. If Aaron Rodgers comes back angry um, this week, which I think he has a chance to, I think uh, that's also a good shot. Um, Debo Samuel, I would not play this week. He's gonna get killed. Alan, thoughts? I like the general this week. I'm not surprised if Nick keeps it close. Yes, I, I think that. Uh, that sounds about right. I'll go. I'll go with general, but I wouldn't be shocked if like he just has duds across the board and Nick pulls it out again, which would be Nick's kind of like second win like that in a row. I'm going with um. I'm I'm going with the general. I like the spots better. Buffalo's in a bounce back spot. Um, Las Vegas has KC at home. Always plays tight. Aaron Jones had a bad week. He should bounce back. Lamar's Lamar, and um, I really just think Nick. I think Nick has bad matchups and bad spots. Debo's 49ers defense will get you negative points. Don't play that, Nick. All right. <laughs> moving, <laughs> moving on to uh, Edwin versus Jacob here, the matchup of the. Uh, don't even, this don't one, prediction the, wise, is heavily one sided. Well, well, he's got uh, someone's on by. David Johnson's on, is on by here. Yeah, so we got stuff. the plug in McKissick. JD McKissick. Tough. That's so gross. That's not, no, um, not great. I mean, if you need running backs, you know who to call. <laughs> Hit the counter, folks. Jacob, I would also really think about investing in a um in another tight end because my string of Pat Fryermuth overs on his uh yardage prop bets has to come to an end. And I bet that every week. Wow. So I don't think it's if, going um, to. I think Fryermuth is is eating those targets with Juju out. I think he's going to continue. Well, man, if, I'd be happy to because Pat Fryermuth has already won me back the buy-in for this league. So I, if he continues <laughs> to do that, I will be a very happy boy. We need a we need um, we need a documentary of just a day in the life of Neil's just absolute just like ridiculous betting habits and just follow him around. Like, that would be fascinating. It's not good. Like you're you're betting Fryermuth overs every week. Jesus Christ. My, my favorite uh, prop bets are overs for like le- lower tier tight ends and wide receivers because the, the, the number, the, the line is always low. It's like, oh, 23 and a half, 15 and a half. Like that's to me, that's way more fun than betting like, oh, will Robert Woods get more than 85 mm. and a half? That's no fun. Like that's that's like, yeah, maybe 50 50. But like, will Pat Fryermuth get more than 23 and a half? That's spicy. I like that. Um, 
I don't know. One, one day our podcast big. will be big enough um, where you influence the lines for Pat Fryermuth overs. Oh, that's that's the dream. I, th- I think a good um a good like if we were to like uh, serialize this pod, like a good second show would just be me and Nate talking about all the money we lose. Okay, I, I, I would like to see. <laughs> yeah. it. Uh, Alan, maybe you can join that too if you sign up for a FanDuel Sportsbook that's now live in Connecticut. <laughs> Please use code NC10. Get a 100% match on your first deposit up to $100. Uh, just, just put it out there. All right. I mean, um, like yeah. I said earlier, I think if Jacob gets a running back, this game is interesting. I think Edwin takes this just on uh, matchups alone. Um, yeah, I I agree. If um if David Johnson is strictly swapped out for JD McKissick, I think that Edwin takes this game pretty easily. Oh yeah. Oh wait, Joe Mixon's out. Uh, maybe not actually. Edwin has been very hardly, very hard riding Joe Mixon. That actually makes me less confident. Ah, uh, that's a, that's a pick'em for me. I don't know. I don't feel confident about that. Awesome. Joe, who do you think is going to win that one? Gross. Uh, I guess Edwin, but I, I'd just be worried about Denver just shitting the bed. Always. Dude, Melvin Gordon, I, I feel like, has just gotten a touchdown in, like, every game to, like, save his butt. Oh, no, just the last two weeks. Oh, yeah, because he's been bad other than that. Yeah, duh. Okay. <laughs> last matchup, uh, Diego versus Brendan. The matchup of the music heads, I guess you could say. Is Diego big into music, or is it just content? This is, like, the ethereal matchup of the week. Like, this is for, like, the real ones. Like, the guys wearing, like, the Grateful Dead t-shirts. Like, this is your matchup. Very true. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, this this is the one they want. Mm-hmm. Um, the guys in the trenches. <laughs> the trenches, that's right. The trenches in the war. I think Brendan, now that Lenny is back. I mean, I, I, I don't think it happens. I think Diego is going to win this one. Oh, I thought I thought Alan was just going to come out swinging with. I don't think it happens. I, I think we need to we need to reserve the sanctity of Christmas here in America. <laughs> uh, nah, I think Diego, for as bad as his bench is, and running with the Patriots' offense on a questionable stack of them. The tough thing about Brendan's team is that I think for name recognition, they should be producing a little more than what they have been. And I think Diego's guys are going to go off. Does Kyler Murray play? Is he going to play? No, I don't think Kyler Murray is going to play. I don't think so. He could. He could, but I don't think so. If it's if so it's my, Wentz, um, dude, it's such a Wentz is such a coin flip. You, he's essentially like yeah, freaking Two Face no from Batman. Right. You have no idea what guy you're going to get here. Right. I think Brady's going to carry. I think Jonathan Taylor's going to do well. I think Damian Harris will get a touchdown. Mike Evans is going to feast. Um, you know, Yanu, Patriots D, Jacoby Myers. The that I like the matchup, but I also am concerned about the matchup. Didn't the Browns pop off last week? I don't know if I'd start the Pats D here. They did, yes. Yeah. So. So. The way I look at Diego's team is I, I quite frankly just look at the like who the Pats are playing, Tampa Bay is playing, Cleveland's or Washington has a pretty bad defense, great matchup. Apparently Tom Brady and Mike Evans like hook up for like a touchdown like every fucking game, so that's a bad stack. Cleveland actually, in terms of their defense, they're not that bad actually. Mm. Yeah, I think Diego. I still think Diego wins though because Brendan's just kind of uh kind of rough searching uh, for answers. Yeah, I think I think yeah. Diego makes it four Edmonds. straight, and it's pretty scary that he's been doing it with these Patriots players, and like the Pats haven't been uh, exemplary. So if they if yeah. they get there, uh, watch out. I 
I go even with Diego. though I voted for Diego, what I will say is that if Diego loses here and ruins the streak, right, it, it, it comes down to the Patriot players. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I just can't okay even imagine with, uh, just like if, if my team was out here starting Jacoby Myers, I would just be getting spanked and uh, he's just getting bailed out by Jonathan Taylor. Dude, he's been riding on a- the coattails of Jamar Chase for the past eight weeks and he now we're really, going to see what dude, his team truly, is. Truly riding on those coattails of Jamar Chase. Evans and, like and Jamar perpetuating Chase. Perpetuating like with BGE playing Jacoby Myers as just like a paperweight. Last two yep. weeks, like Jamar goodness. Chase 13 and 8. So it's not like he's been popping off a ton. Yeah, I mean, he has taken a little me. fall from grace, but I still yeah. think, you know, his overall production and ranking, you know, he's up there. Yep. All righty. So it, it looks like, you know, we have, we have our predictions um, for, for next week. Everyone, any other final points? Joe, Alan, anything you want to say before we before we uh, let the people go? I mean, we got some pretty big matchups this week, so good luck to everybody. Um, you know, hopefully uh, the people who are riding are in a ride and the people who we need to lose are going to take that L. So good luck. Uh, I, Joe? No, I think uh, that's it for me. Um, I had fun on the waiver wire this week. I'm uh, looking forward to the matchups. I think you two playing each other is going to be really good. And then I'm super interested in the uh, Diego-Brendan matchup here at the end. I'm always super interested in, in Diego in general. So, uh, awesome. All right, everyone. Set your lineups. Prepare your bodies. It's week 10. Let's go. Cool.